Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris. And with me, as always, is the, hmm, I guess, resilient. Courtney. Yes, and she's got some hot air. And she just, yeah, she's taking some deep breaths. That's how you stay resilient. That's right. Yeah, breathe in and breathe out. Uh, so, we are personally on what? Week what of being in, for We're us personally? Week five. We've done yes. that, well, it's been a month on Like Friday. in terms of us and actually. On Friday, it'll be a month. Okay, it's been a month. Uh, we went, we uh, isolated a little bit earlier because we weren't sure of the timing of when it was going to hit. I was pretty keeping an eye on things. And so anyway, so we went in a little bit early. Um, and so it's been a little while. We're maybe ahead of where you might be in your uh, sort of self-isolation process. Um, but I will tell you, for our situation, there have definitely been some tense moments. In fact, there was... Uh, there was some some tense moments a couple days ago. Uh, I just basically lost my cookies um, and uh, said things that I should not have said. Uh, reacted to uh, to people in ways that I shouldn't have, um, you know, in terms of uh, things that I said. Uh, and so, um, you know, I wanted to come clean on that because I think it's important that we're transparent. Um, and we it's have, the emotionalism of it all, I think, is what... It, uh, the, that's yeah, like I think it's like, well, there's hit. like stress, right? It's like... That's what I'm saying. All of that, though, it's like touching our emotions. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, like we know... So it's like, you know, we believe God's in control, right? When you get on a roller coaster, um, you know, you, you again, like, of course, there's accidents. But generally speaking, roller coasters, or you, you expect that <laughs> things will <laughs> that be fine. That you through it, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be safe, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that while you're on the roller coaster, you're not experiencing times of anxiety and you're not experiencing times of exhilaration, right? Which Even talking about it is and, making me feel anxious. Up and down, right? <laughs> and so um, you, we're going to have emotional flesh responses. We're humans. We live in these bodies. And so we're going to have responses. And in my case, my response wasn't good. And so, you know, the details of what happened aren't really important. Um, you know, Courtney, I think you were coming to me with some perspective on something that I didn't agree with. And, uh, and it didn't take much for me to sort of escalate uh, the conversation um, into an argument and then to <laughs> some other, you know, blo- yeah. kind of like losing my cookies. Um, and again, saying things I shouldn't say. Uh, but, you know... It's like knowing that that sin resides, you know, well, so, cl- so close to us. Yeah. It's like the flesh or the a spirit is willing, but the flesh is mm-hmm. weak, God says. Mm-hmm. And so our spirit wants to do the right thing by God. It's magnetized towards him. It wants him and it wants his will. And then we yeah. got this flesh wrapped yeah. around it. Yeah. I mean, I think and for it's me, it's like mess. we got in this situation and then it's like I'm having like this, we've been talking about it and I had like this fight or flight response. Yeah, that's what I was And it's yeah, like, but when you're in the midst of a, the coronavirus pandemic, there is no flight. <laughs> you know, right. you can't really like, you can't leave, right? So, um, so then it creates even sort of more mental chaos as you try to, you know, continue to react or respond. And, um, you know, ultimately, I think it took till the next day before I was really to the point where I really understood how bad my response was. It was a terrible example for my kids. 
Um, it was, you know, yeah, not, this is not, not, the way not feel, treating, not treating Courtney right. Um, you know, and again, uh, providing a bad example for the kids because I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to model for them the behaviors that they should exhibit in the midst of, um, being pressed, right? Cause mm-hmm. that's what we're going through here. Everybody, we're all yep. feeling pain. We're all being pressed. We've got the, you know, the isolation of the virus. It's got us in our houses. We can't leave, you know, we're afraid Job to go outside. We're stable. wondering about food and what's going on with food. We've got, you know, we went from the lowest unemployment to the highest unemployment overnight. Like, I mean, that's, this is never, this is unprecedented in, in world history. And so there's a lot of pressure on people about what's going to happen tomorrow. And every day we wake up and we get a whole new wave of information and data coming at us. And so, um, so it's natural that, you know, that we feel that pressure and that we could respond out of it. But there's this, like the aspect of self-control underneath the pressure. And I don't know, I mean, we have great examples biblically. We have Paul, we have, you know, different people who went through such difficulty and yet remained um, consistently content in the middle of it. And, that contentment is so important. And I wasn't feeling very content over the, like over the weekend for some reason, it was just this couple, I was fine on Friday. I was like, let's just praise God through it, put on music. But Saturday and Sunday, I was like, felt so burdened and heavy. And we listened to a great sermon on Sunday and he was talking about some of that. Like you have to like come to a place where you are blocking out those fears he was talking about fear and blocking that. I'm trying to think of how to explain it, like blocking out the fear, letting in faith, but we're not completely blocking out the news, right? We still hear about mm-hmm. what's going on. So it can be hard because you can't <clears throat> completely, even when you're quarantined, you still have to know kind of what's going on because what are your steps? Now we're at 30 days, we're at 15, mm-hmm. you know, all those kinds of things. Like what do we need to know? But still not letting that in. And that is only, <clears throat> only able to be done by God's power, supernatural power. I feel I've had anxiety, such terrible panic attacks for so long, for a, over a decade. I struggled with that and agoraphobia and everything like that. And now I just feel God's hand upon me, pressing on me and saying, like, it's going to be okay. Like, I've got you in the middle of this. And everything we thought was our security has been uprooted, but he hasn't changed mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Because all of that stuff was wasting away anyway. Like, moth and rust will destroy all of that over time, it just happened faster than we were expecting. And because our expectations were as they were, we were caught off guard. And now we have to live the day to day, which Jesus said we had to live anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm only saying any of that, not because I somehow have to go, like I said, in my flesh, I am an extremely anxious, emotional person. But because of God's spirit within me, because he decided to call me to him and draw me to him and give me the blood of Christ as my eternal reward, it's like I see things different. I see that this is not the end. Mm -hmm. This is not the end. Yeah. And for me, you know, I feel like for the most part, I got it together. I'm not, you know, we've prepared and we've got what we need. And I feel like God gave us insight early on. Um, and, you know, has sort of readied us for, for what we're experiencing and what I think we will experience as we go forward. Uh, and I'm trying to trust, like, he's going to keep providing because I do believe that he will provide. He always has in ways that are just mind-blowing, uh, crazy. And so, you know, I believe that. But again, it's going through the roller coaster ride. There are times when there's emotion. And, and so I just really well, want to challenge. Yeah, yeah, and I just want to challenge everybody to, to, in those moments, really, really work hard to keep your spirit, you know, uh, aligned, aligned with the yeah. spirit 
and and not let yourself slip into flesh. And if that means that when you're you're getting in a conversation with your kids or with your wife, and you you know as a husband and you 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 feel that happening, step out for a minute and go pray. Uh, don't don't continue in the the vein that you're in. Go disconnect for a minute. Go pray. Go try to get yourself spirit aligned so that you can come back into the situation with more spiritual insight and wisdom and not out of like visceral emotional response. Because in the moment, it's really easy to get caught in it. And that's what happened to me. And then, well, because I was also asking you questions that were kind of like hitting that nerve even more. It's already hit like pressed, you said, mm-hmm. but it's like ting, ting. And it's just like, you know, and there, like you said, there's not an excuse, but I also need to be going to God with my problems or my things I need to talk to him about because at this men like to fix things and this is unfixable. Not yeah, not at it's the It's never going to be the same again. Yeah. And people who say I mean I want to get back to my life should know by now you don't have a life it's all of changed. your own. Yeah, there's before this and after this. Yeah, and and you don't have one of your everything you constructed was made of clay and it was crushed and now it's been blown everywhere and it is a mess. And you're and if we aren't careful as our and our flesh will start to go and pick up those little grains hoping they were ours and try to put it back together into this really deformed, misshapen thing. And after this, we have to be way more able to understand that we were made to glorify him. Because I've been struggling with that too. I have these moments where I'm like, oh, I'd like to travel again or have a salad. You know, I haven't eaten salad in a while. And it's like what is my issue that I don't understand that this life is not mine and mm-hmm. I don't get to determine what happens mm-hmm. next? Right. It's not what for, is it going to take yeah. for me to make my flesh understand that? Yeah. And in this experience, how can we point people back to God and to His glory? Because all glory. of this stuff is fading away and it's not about us. And it's, you know, this is all pointing out that it's about Him. And, and so how, how do we do, do that? that? Mm-hmm. Like, how, I mean, our flesh is there, it's there. And we, it's like, you know, I've heard people explain it as this gorilla on your back, just, oh, you know, you're just lugging this flesh around. But I have heard Piper say we have to be killing our flesh or it mm-hmm. will be killing us. Mm-hmm. So we can have victory over this flesh, but it's going to take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And be, I don't know why I feel prompted to, like, be really careful what you're putting in right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, we watch some news and stuff. We're, we're careful with who we're getting our information from because there are so many lies out there. And then, even just like the shows we watch and the things we're putting in, I think those can also intensify yeah, all the emotion. These are times to not be watching dark, disturbing, twelve dystopian, or... uh, you know, <laughs> movies and shows. It's time to try to be watching uplifting things so that we can be ready because because there's a lot of going to be a lot of hurt. There's going to be a lot. I, the divorce rate in in China through all of this has actually gone up, right? And so that's further highlighting what happens when we are forced to be together and forced to sort of confront our relationships and actually be a part of them. Um, and so here in this country, I you know, who knows what's going to happen. But my hope is, my prayer is that families are coming closer together and marriages are coming closer together and people are figuring out how to relate to one another. We've got, you know, college or kids are coming, they have to come home. They're all, you know, everyone's together and you're, you can't go anywhere. And so, you know, this will set the character, this will set the, you know, sort of the way path, the path and the way forward yeah. uh, in terms of how we operate as a culture. So yeah, and don't give in to all these things you hear about these, like people just saying all these terrible things about family and stuff. It's just, it's so sad. We need to rise up to the challenge. Yeah. So I don't know where you guys are at. You know, maybe you guys are coasting through this whole quarantine thing like it's nobody's business. I know for us personally, we were pretty much optimized to deal with this. We homeschool. Uh, I work from home. 
Courtney works out of the house, so we were sort of optimized for this. Um, and, you know, we're seeing challenges and struggles and things pop up. So I imagine this, that we're not alone in this. Um, hopefully uh, this means something to you. Hopefully this will encourage you to keep trying, not to give up, to be quick, to say, oh my gosh, I screwed up. Please forgive me so that we can move forward in a new, in a new way. And that's my hope in sharing this. So um, let's pray and uh, we'll get you guys out of here. All right, Lord God, I thank you so much for this um, this time that we could spend together. I thank you for Courtney and my family that they uh, that they are the forgiving type, and that um, that they are working with me as we uh, as we work to uh, to go forward in, in repentance and. Uh, in your glory and in your joy. I pray for the listeners. I pray for others that may be struggling at this time as we're cooped up and we're, um, we're sort of uh, dealing with all of these really stressful things about the future. I just pray that, um, that we would all be able to, to set those aside, get focused on you and your glory and on your path uh, and on what you want us to be doing in, uh, in response to what's happening to us all circumstantially together uh, everywhere around the world. Um, and I just pray that there would be a rising up of family, that there'd be a rising up of faith, um, that people would turn to you, that there would be a revival um, in this country uh, and around the world, and that people would really get their, their eyes where they should be, that this uh, age of decadence and, um, I guess, like excess uh, would be replaced by one of prudence and clear thinking and, um, and focus on how we can bring you glory um, through service to others. So I just thank you um, for this this technology and this medium to be able to communicate with so many people so easily. Um, I pray that you go before this message and that you would bless those that receive it. I just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, please keep journeying with us as we continue through this experience together and as we uh, continue to um, to, uh, to talk. Uh, I, if you uh, feel so inclined, we have a Facebook group set up. It's called the Grafted Chasing Truth group and uh, Facebook group. And, and uh, there's a conversation going on there. It's a place where we can get together and talk about these kinds of challenges and uh, build each other up and encourage one another during this uh, challenging time. So if you haven't done so already, please head over and uh, join up. We'd love to have you. Um, and if you haven't uh, subscribed to the podcast, we encourage you to do that as well. That'll let you know uh, new episodes are available as they are released. Uh, we thank you. We appreciate you for uh, riding along with us as we keep um, chasing, chasing truth. truth. See you soon.